Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another Thursday night here on SDGC Live. I am Derek. I'm here with Jeff, Justin, and Britt. Hey, folks, how's it going? Hello, everybody. It's How good. are we? It's all right. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Um, I could be better. I I mixed. Um, I was telling y'all before we went live. I managed to get a hold of some of them strawberry and cream Dr. Peppers. They're very good. I mixed bourbon with one, and it did not turn out to be a good mixture. But I don't like wasting bourbon, and I don't like wasting these beautiful, beautiful strawberry and cream Dr. Peppers. So I'm stuck with it. Those are such good Dr. Like, I'm already such a slut for Dr. Pepper. You had yeah. strawberries and cream to that it's, shit. It's I'm thick. In. It's, yeah. it's it's weirdly thick, and at first I didn't like that. Um, we all know how much I enjoy thick. So right, yeah, right. It's, but it's I, the first time I've ever heard someone describe themselves a Dr. Pepper slut. <laughs> I guarantee you, every every girl on the internet will agree with me. <laughs> uh, folks, we got a good show tonight. Um, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Obviously, we're going to test out talking about uh, some some much much shorter topics. In like a little mini headlines rush, a thing that I've been I've been wanting to, to try to do with the show, uh, to fit more of the small fun stuff in. We'll see how it goes. We'll test it out. Uh, we're gonna talk about Atari entering into an agreement to purchase Night Dive Studios, and some other fun stuff going on with Night Dive, and uh, and maybe some more stuff after that. We'll we'll see how time goes. We're freeballing it because PAX is happening. And yeah, PAX is occurring. We're not there. We're not there. John and Finn are both there. Um, I wish I was there, but I'm not because I'm poor. So, hooray. Yeah, like... Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say several of us understand mood. that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think a few of us are in that boat this year. Us fucking, us fucking media elites here on SDGC. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we been playing, Justin? Let's start with you, man. What have you been playing this last week? So, um, I still been playing a lot of Destiny. Um, but the mood's been a little bit different. Um, the past yeah. week. Um, last week on Friday, uh, Lance Reddick, uh, voice of Commander Zavala. Um, as well as many other things. He's one of yeah, my favorite. Tremendous character actor. He's, he's one of my favorite One actors. of the best to ever do it. Um, like, just across TV, movies, and games. Um, you know, he was somebody that... He didn't care what medium it was. He didn't care if it was a re- absolute something absolutely ridiculous like the Eric Andre show. Something, you know... <laughs> You know, really serious, like the wires, you know, kind of ridiculous, um, you know, big concept sci-fi stuff. Um, you know, he's been there and, you know, he's voices commander Zavala and I've been playing destiny since the alpha, like the first alpha. And like, literally he has been talking to me, you know, almost daily (laughs) since, you know, 2014, um, in that game. And it was, you know, I remember I, I was at work when I, when I heard the news. Um, and so I, uh, I didn't know. I didn't really know what else to do. So when I got home, I just you know loaded up into the tower, and you know his character is still standing there. Um, and you know me and a bunch of other people were there, just like kneeling in front of him and saluting, and um, you know trying to find ways to pay respects and stuff. Because like I, I, I mean, I mean, I loved him as an actor, but he, you know, if if you followed him on social media and stuff, he also just seemed like a wonderful person. He seemed like an incredibly earnest and very down to earth person. 
Yeah, and, and, and he and he yeah. loved and he loved what he did, and he gave it his all. And like he was somebody that I just kind of took for granted. Was I'm like he's just gonna be in stuff. Uh, yeah, for the, for the next 30 years. not that old. No, no. Um, and you know he's in John Wick Four, which releases this week. Um, and he's also got some stuff recorded for some upcoming games as well. I know he's voicing Hellboy in the new in that new Hellboy game. And they said, uh, they said, you know, I think I think he was mostly done with the recording for that. He had so either that... finished voicing or is still in the process of voicing um, Thordak in uh, Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know I if know he finished. That. I he's the the like current arc villain, and I don't know if he got to finish his recordings for the next season or not. Um, so. and well, also like he's gonna be. They released a trailer for the new um, Horizon DLC. That's coming yes. out next month, and the Ugh. first ob- and the one thing that we saw of an objective was to, you know get a call from him. Um, and I, for those of you that don't follow Destiny, um, you know how they how they do like seasonal stuff is is interesting. Like week to week, they have a new mission with a new story drop at the end. Um, and this week's he had already recorded his stuff for this week's, and you know there was a character death um, in it. And so the end of it is, you know, Zavala with his hand on a coffin, like talking about devotion and duty and stuff like that. And it just broke me. Um, you know, it, it always gets me when, you know, an actor has recently passed and then we see them in a role like talking about or confronting death in some way. And it was literally yeah. three days later um, when the mission went live and stuff. So, um I just wanted to take a little bit to talk about him. I know me and a bunch of people from my clan, um, you know, have been trying, trying to, you know, pay respects to him. And I know, and like also his, his wife, you know, in her first statement to, you know, public statement actually thanked destiny players for like going and paying respects in the game because he not only loved that role, he played the game. Um, people checked his account. He was playing the night before he passed away. Um, like, he was somebody that was really committed to that role and that character and that universe, you know, both on the creative side and, you know, a- as a player and stuff too. And, you know, it's, it's been weird. Cause like, it's really like echoed throughout that community. And it's one that's echoed with me a lot. Um, but again, I don't want to just reduce him to one role in one game because he was somebody that was a wonderful human being. Um, he was a highlight of every role I ever saw him in. Um, and I'm, I'm really going to miss him. It's a good Me man. Too. It's good. hard, to, hard to impossible to forget. Well, and, um, and just to give an idea of like, I've seen a lot of people saying he's just everywhere. Uh, I don't, I honestly don't have a lot of exposure to him. I didn't really, like, I wouldn't have been able to put the face to the name until I heard the news. Obviously it's really sad. Um, but literally like the day I heard the news, um, I've been watching Lost with my wife for the first time, which is Oh god, he was in Lost. That's uh, right. Lost, bit, yeah. Admittedly a popular show, but it's just a random show from two thousand four. And like the day I heard the news was like the first time he popped up in an episode and I just saw his face on the screen and I had a minute. I was like, Oh, holy shit, like this is Lance Reddick. And then I saw him in the credits and just yeah, he like was, yeah, he's just everywhere. And I mean he was again, lost, he was in fringe, he was in the wire, yeah. he was um, um yeah, but Resident Evil Netflix series. Yeah, you know, again, just like uh, he's in, you know, these episodes for for a couple minutes at a time. But the, uh, the just the the presence he has, um, you know, I I have I've played Destiny. I don't really re- like have a 
I didn't play it enough to really like have that connection like Justin does, but I can see um, he's got that voice, he's got that demeanor, he's got that presence, and I can see why people, why he's so popular and why he's so good at what he does. So yeah. Um, well, I guess I'm I'm talking, so I, no one minds. I'll go next. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I've been playing. Uh, so what I've been playing, I was playing Theatrhythm. Theatrhythm. I still don't know how to say that. Um, unfortunately, I've got uh, nobody cares about this, so I won't spend too much time on it. And I got a weird. I'll call it a condition. Um, my brain and my muscles don't talk properly sometimes. So I get almost like seized up or locked in for periods of time. Sometimes it's days, sometimes it's weeks. And right now it's like my neck all through my head where it's just, it's almost just feels like I'm, um, I don't know how to, almost like I'm straining or squinting all the time, even when I'm not. So all the muscles, all the pressure here. Uh, so I just felt like shit basically for three weeks, um, trying to live my life. But, uh, I found playing theater them like trying to follow the notes and stuff like that. Uh, just the eye movements and, and what it was doing to my head wasn't so good. So I had to take a break from that. Um, so I've been playing snow runner, which is something that's been on my radar for quite some time. I think, Oh man, years ago, I want to say even Maddie and Zach, I think we're, we're playing this a little bit and I knew it would be up my alley because it's a boring game where you drive a truck. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and Wait, it's, what game? Uh, Snow Runner, uh, oh, okay. but it's yeah, it's it's exactly what it's, I hope for. It's Snow Runner that you're playing, right? Not Mud Runner. It, it's Snow Runner, and I, people keep giving me shit because every screenshot I post is just mud. So just well, to be, be clear, fair, early on, it's <laughs> all mud. You don't go yeah, snow until clear, later. So it is the sequel to Mud Runner. Mud Runner was only mud. Snow Runner has added some snow, but it's only in certain maps. There's three map. <laughs> there's kind of three main maps in the core game. There's Michigan, which is set in fall. So it's like, you know, golden, like red leaves and stuff like that in mud. Alaska is like basically pure snow, as you'd expect, set in winter. And then there's Russia, which is like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that map right now. But um, uh, it's kind of like a mix. Don't worry. All the tanks and shit are in Ukraine. They're not fighting in Russia. That's true. Yeah, I have to brush up on the, the leaked classified tank documents to make sure I know. Uh, what's yeah, just but... head over to the War Thunder forums <laughs> and <laughs> read. Yeah, um, but no, it's just been really cathartic. I just throw on some nice music playlists, and uh, um, yeah, it's it's like I played a lot of Euro Truck Simulator a few years ago, and that depending on the mood, like that one, I think is a little less engaging, a little more uh, passive, where there's not a lot of obstacles. Most of it's highway driving. It's just point A to point B. Um, Snowrunner is actually pretty fucking hard. Uh, there's a lot of mechanics. Um, you can attach your winch to trees and stuff like that to kind of pull your... So you can do two ways. If you get stuck, you can kind of winch yourself, about, like pull yourself out of a rut or out of some deep mud. Um, but also, like, if you're taking a steep corner on a hill, you might roll over. So you can kind of winch one side of your truck to a tree, um, anticipating that roll so it'll kind of keep holding you on the one side and prevent you from tipping over. So there's actually a lot of... But, like, there's a lot of planning to it. You can use the overall map. You can look and see which roads are washed out. If there's, like, a big puddle or something like that, you can look for a detour. You can use custom waypoints. So it's really about, like, picking the right vehicle because uh, some of them are, like, better on highways. Some of them are better off-road. Some of them have stronger engines. And then using the map. So there actually is, like, a lot of uh, thought to it, which is uh, sometimes is really good. But sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to use my brain. <laughs> It, but, it can be an excellent, like, put on a podcast and do a thing sure. kind of game. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm loving about it. Um, it's just it's a good way to because when I'm kind of struggling with all this, like, physical discomfort, the, the biggest thing I can do for myself is just kind of relax and zone out and shut my brain off. So it's been really, uh, really good for that. But just in general, I think it's a 
it's a pretty good game. I don't know if it's like I almost feel burnt out on the first map. Like a lot of the they rec they actually tell you not to go to Alaska right away because uh, obviously snow and ice require like better tires and stuff like that. And a lot of the upgrades for the vehicles are kind of gated just behind sheer progression. So you almost have to spend a good 20 hours on the initial map. But like by this point, I'm still liking it, but I could see a lot of people like really getting burnt out fast. So I don't know if I love the progression there. I think it'd be nice if like they didn't arbitrarily um, gate like snow tires behind level 13, which is literally just a grind to get experience to reach that level. Like just give me the tires right off the bat and let me play the game. But right. uh, yeah, other than that, no, it's uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing, but it's been fun. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I think we don't talk enough about how important those kinds of games are. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, just the fact that like not every game needs to be huge with like a massive map and, you know, so much to do. Like the little games like that just keep like you... Valley. Yeah. Right? Like, like stuff like that. That just keep you going like fucking I loved. Um... Yeah. Dreamlight Valley is a good one. Have um... I ever talked about like my obsession with Peggle from college? No. I don't know if I've ever heard this. I didn't peg you for a Peggle As a Peggle fan. guy. Oh, fuck. I love Peggle. Holy shit. Um, like, no, people would make fun of me uh, because, like, I would regularly, like, take breaks from my homework just to play Peggle for a few minutes just to, like, clear my mind. Just, But it was, like, almost every night, and I was, like, out in the common room. So it was, like, either I was, like, in the middle of working or I was playing Peggle. And, like, people would take bets on if I was playing Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> or not or not um but yeah it was fun oh i found out recently about i i don't i want to see if there's a mac version but there's like somebody made um made a game where you play as like this little like goblin guy and it's like it's like a it's a roguelike art like turn-based rpg but like you the combat system is peggle basically and depending on like what pegs that you hit you hit will determine what uh w what the little goblin guy does and it, it's it's it sounds very fun. <laughs> I want to check it out or see if there's a mobile version or something, because that seems like something I, I would very much like to play. I got to take a minute to yell at John because he is in chat saying I miss my homies when he's literally at PAX where a he's lot not, of homies No, he's are. not at PAX. He is at home packing to go to PAX. I thought he he could have packed today. earlier in the day and done this. <laughs> yeah, this is bad time management. Yeah. I bet you were playing some shitty ass games though. <laughs> oh, he's back. Man. Brent, um, I'll, I'll go what back. What have you been playing? Yeah. Um, not a whole lot. It's been a busy week. I've been having a lot of interviews and just, um, you know, I haven't had a lot of time to play. So I haven't played much of The Last of Us 2, um, actually, since the last podcast in a week. Um, just because things have just been so chaotic and busy. Um, but I've been playing a lot of Overwatch because that's a nice sit down. Uh, and depending on the night, it can be fun. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's an online FPS, so I think everybody knows the pain of that. Um, mm -hmm. And I am also playing still playing a little bit of wow there is a um a patch that just came out um and you know it's added some new stuff so i've been kind of dabbling in that i haven't been playing too much of that as much as i have been um but yeah most of that has just been me finding 
time to play games when I can. I've been playing something called Wordscapes, which is a word game app, and I've been oh, fucking yeah. addicted to that. It's Love good. that game. So fucking good. Um, and it's like, it's the perfect, like, I try not to do screen time when I'm, like, going to bed. And, um, I, uh, that's been, like, my, uh, like, calm down my brain and, like, be able to fall asleep game but I'm now I'm conditioned to it so anytime I try to play it when I'm not like trying to go to bed I just get drowsy and fall asleep um but yeah I haven't been doing too much just um lots of interviews this week and overwatch I'm oh I also kicked my son's ass in gangs gang beast so good teach him, teach him the ways of life yeah yeah but yeah just been busy being a mom yeah yeah so um I have been playing a couple things. Uh I have I have continued to play uh Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Uh I have not had as much time to play video games this week as I'd like, but I've found time to play three separate games somehow. Um Oh man. We got a we boy? got a CJ. Oh, we got a siege. Maybe Maybe. He's got the, there, there we go. It's a boy. Grip it and rip it, big dog. I, I am the John Wick of drunk driving, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> uh, oh my god. But um, I've been so yeah. I've been playing um. I've been playing more more uh Trails in the Sky, which is not necessarily an RPG I would recommend to most people cuz it's a very <laughs> it's it's very fiddly and it's very like numbers oriented but I do find the writing charming. I do have a soft spot for the art style of of these kind of older like PC like Japanese PC RPGs. This this kind of mixture of like three like digitized 3D graphics onto sprites um and low detail 3D environments. Like that's charming to me and I like it. Um, so I said, I've been playing a little of that. Uh, I also modded my 3DS finally. Um, because because the store got shut down, yeah. Uh, so there's fucking wasn't super, wasn't super easy, like as easy as everyone says whenever you ask to talk about DS. It's not, uh, it's not that it's hard. It's just a lot of detailed little steps. Um, but you know, I'm out of my 3ds and I, I converted a bunch of my, you know, physical games and, and so forth over to like digital, you know, all stored, you know, so I could get, get my, uh, cartridges put away and it gave me an excuse to go back to Fire Emblem Awakening. So I started a new play in Fire Emblem Awakening continues to be my favorite Fire Emblem of the, that that isn't the GameCube or Wii one. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's just very good. And like I wish that it was available on Switch. Um, just an up-resed version. It's it's a shame because it's Fire Emblem's had its ups and downs, but Awakening is still easily the best of the games uh from Awakening onward. Uh and I love I love uh 
you know, planning out your, this is so stupid, but I love planning out the couples in advance to be like, I know who's got to marry who, you know, because I'm, that's not I'm stupid. That's strategic. Okay. But here's the thing. Cause <laughs> it's yeah, a like strategy game, Derek, you're just yeah, strategizing. Exactly. Because I want fucking, uh, Virion to marry Tharia so that when Tharia's daughter is an archer, she will get the benefits of like Virion's natural skill, like shit like that, you know? Um, but I know it's it's the eugenics game. It's not great, but like you know, I'm oh, I'm yeah. going dumb brain for it. Um, and then the last thing I've been playing is I picked up and started playing Cult of the Lamb. Finally, um, I don't think it's something I'm going to stick with for super long. I needed something like a fun, digestible game um, to play until Resident Evil Four came out. Oh God! Um, Mine shipped tomorrow. today. I'm so excited. I know. I've got yeah, it but, preloaded, um, and I don't work until the afternoon tomorrow, so I'm staying up tonight. Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah! Go get some Taco Bell and fucking champ it. I already but, did. Uh, but yeah, so I've been playing Cult of the Lamb, and it's a good, fun roguelike with some little sea building elements, and it's very fun. And the aesthetic is very good, and the the artwork and animation is incredible. Um, they ask you to name your cult. And I named them the Ass Job Apostles. Uh, <laughs> I've been know. wanting to. I've been wanting to check out Call to the Lamb for a while. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. Um, you know, I've played so many indie roguelikes that I don't know that I have it in me to finish another <laughs> one like for a long time. But it's very good, and I'm enjoying playing it. I'm just not going to beat it. I already know I'm not, but it's okay. I will. Uh, I will. I, the ass job apostles will simply have to go on in my absence. See, so. like, people, I can't do that. More people need to know it's okay to not finish a game. Like, yeah. there's so many games where I had an amazing time with them, and like five, ten, fifteen hours, I'm like, yeah, I've seen everything. I'm good. I'm happy. I played it. Like, I've seen yeah. so many people like. I got a great like, experience from it because they force themselves to finish it. Like, you yeah. don't need to. Yeah. I that's good kind of me with like Ubisoft games the past several years when I have played them. I just get to a point where I'm like, I'm, I'm done. (laughs) And that's the point when I'm done. It, you know, kind of goes back into that conversation of like, not every game needs to be fucking huge and long. Yeah. Give me more, give me more four hour games. That's yes. Really where I'm at. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I say this as 20 hour games instead of just like, yeah, 60 to 80. Goddamn, John and I just did the review for Octopath Traveler 2, and he had to put 90 fucking hours into that game to beat it. And then he asked me if I'm going to pick it up, and it's like, man, eventually, but shit, dude, I don't have time for a 90. I've already. Machine wasn't Chained Echoes like insanely long, too? Chained Echoes was real long. Well, I was like 40 ish. That's long. That's it's long, long but it's not 90. Yeah. It's not fucking Zeno Saga. Like, yeah, this... You know what? And that's, like, one of my favorite fucking games. But I don't know if I could play through it, like, now. Which, what? Zeno Saga. I am terrified. I've played Zeno Saga 1, never played 2 and 3, and I don't know if I could ever go back and play the trilogy, because I don't... I think it would age me. <laughs> yeah, it's, like... And it, it's crazy, because, like, Jeff and I had this conversation... Um, when God of War came out, because I'm very much of I can only play games for like a few hours at a time and then I have to like get up and go do something or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's just 
a combination of like mom guilt and just not having a job guilt. Um, so like it's hard for me to play a game like more than like four or five hours straight. And it's just like I came to that realization during God of War. I was just like, I cannot like power through games like I used to. Um, I can't like from when I wake up until I go to bed, I'm just not the type of person to just mm. I can't, I can't do it anymore. Um, I wish I could so I could like keep up with everybody and not get spoiled. But like I, I hit the four hour mark and then I have to at least take a break and then I can go back. But yeah, I can't just power through games like I used to. Xenosaga was one of them. Fucking wake up. Cosmos. Bed. Wake up in Cosmos again. CJ. What you been playing, my man? Um, Nothing. I have not been playing. I mean, I played Fortnite for a bit on Monday. No, Sunday. I have not touched the video game since then. I did pick up some stuff from work that I won't have time to get to because I'm, I'm, I have a trip next week. Uh, here's Signalis. Very excited to d- d- dig into that. Here's Midnight oh, yeah. Suns. Here's Midnight Suns. Also, I'm yeah, cool. dude. I'm, I'm, and I'm taking the fucking DLC code in there. So some Mo- little kid. Morbius just dropped. They just dropped Morbius this week. Guys, I guess. <laughs> Does he say it? Does he say the line? <laughs> Guys, Michael J. White voices Blade. It's the sickest yeah, thing in any and game. And it's great. It's a oh great performance. I, I, um, need, I need a full Blade game with him playing Blade. Uh, it's, a, it's incredible casting. Um, I picked up Wanted Dead. Because I, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> C- I'm CJ, very, ex- CJ, very excited. I'm 100% certain that that's a CJ game. Like, oh, maybe. maybe. Like, like, yeah. And then I picked up Scars Above, which I know nothing about, but I've, I, it, it, it seems pretty intriguing. It's some weird, I guess, survival action game. Um, reminds me, it looks a lot like a, like a budget version of Returnal, but I guess we'll see what it is. Uh, other than that, I won't pick up Resident Evil because one, I don't finish games, and two, I, I won't have time to play. And I really don't finish Resident Evil games. I've I've I have played like several of them. I just don't finish them. Um, other than that, I just We're got just, back. From I was what, just talking about this in chat, CJ. They're like five hours long, like the the first few. I'm not. That's that's still too long. CJ, I, I say. CJ, oh, yo, you Jeff, you weren't here. Jeff, you weren't here. I do know. I Jeff, Jeff, I guess what I did last last week. You were on the show. Guess what I did. I deleted my my phantom pace my phantom pain save. Guess oh what I'm God, gonna do why? soon? What about gonna, your base? No, no, because I'm gonna fucking replay that shit. I'm, I'm, I, I decided I'm not. You're, I, there's no other game. You're gonna do the ride with what's his face, Skullface again? One hundred percent, so I can listen to the uh, to the to the song again. Are you kidding? <laughs> Oh my god. Are you kidding? Oh my god, I'm oh all shit. in, baby. It's one hundred. I'm I'm in. I'm all in. I just got back from rewatching John Wick Chapter Three. That's it. My marathon's done tomorrow. I'm gonna go see. Um, the fourth one. Hell yeah! And other than I, I, I might play the wall on Saturday. Um, other than that, nothing. I don't play video games anymore. I guess. Um, don't yeah. know why I rushed. I rushed home to get to talk to, to get on this <laughs> Bro, podcast. I gotta come talk about how much I fucking hate video games. Valid <laughs> man. Um, but yeah, that's it. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, let's talk some mini headlines. We've had a couple of cool announcements this week uh jeff why don't you take the first one i know you've been kind of itching to talk about counter-strike 2 uh yeah so valve announced counter-strike 2 i think this one like just seemed to come out of nowhere i granted maybe i haven't been following spaces maybe they've been teasing it but i just like logged online one day and 
there was on YouTube a bunch of Counter Strike Two videos. Um, they kind of dropped like three videos uh, talking about uh, the the changes and the upgrades and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's I I feel like Counter Strike is one of those things that's still massive, but it's got like it's really dedicated community, and I don't know like what the player count is. I feel like it's still it's big. Huge. Um, yeah, it's, I it's still massive, and I think a lot of. Again, the I'm very different now than I was a few years ago. The pandemic really changed it. But even before then, I think my tastes were changing. And it takes, I think it seems to catch a lot of people off guard when they find out the kinds of games I used to play that I have 400 hours in Rainbow Six Siege, that I probably have also 400 hours in Counter-Strike between Go and 1.6. Like, I mean, that's when I was in high school, Dude, I would just stay up. I believe in the that. In, hi Jeff, in high school. This. What are you talking yeah, about? Jeff, I believe Jeff, in high school, I... <laughs> like rushed home to jump on to counter-strike 1.6 yeah. almost yeah. every day because i couldn't my computer couldn't run much else but i, I played the every, that was the amazing thing about it like anything could run it what was your favorite map oh oh shit i so i'm blanking on the name but there was so many like some of those weird custom maps that people mm -hmm. would make like Oh, what was it? The ice one that was like six ice blocks, and then you could yeah. just pick up the the guns off the ground, <laughs> or like the pool. Pool, pool was... was so fucking good. There was a stupid one. There was a stupid Star Wars map, and it just had like a land speeder and a That's fucking right, sand yeah. crawler. <laughs> yeah, and it was like I'm sure that map was garbage, but fuck, I played that so much. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's I think it's a big deal. It's been fuck, I couldn't believe it. It's been ten years since Counter Strike Go launched. Uh, yeah, I keep offensive. thinking of Go as like the new Counter Strike, but it's, yeah. it's been around. We gotta pull um, people who's played on 360 so, and PS3. I need to know. I bought it on <laughs> PS3. I bought it and played it on PS3. Was well, am I crazy? Was the original Counter Strike on the original Xbox? It, Probably. Uh, so it was like a different version of it, but there was okay. a Counter Strike game. There was a it. yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess this was news to me. I guess Counter Strike Go went free to play in 2018, so Counter Strike Two is is carrying that over. Um, but yeah, basically, it seems to be taking, I, I don't want to say Overwatch 2 invented it, but that kind of approach, uh, iterative approach, I guess, where it's a lot of the same maps. I don't think they've confirmed if there's going to be like new maps, but there's kind of three tiers. So some maps are just getting the engine overhaul. So like new lighting, they're just going to look prettier. Um, there's a lot of new like particle effects and, and kind of very like small details. But I think people that are really into the game will really notice them. The new then, smoke so is cool as shit. Yeah, it, um, for sure it is. I haven't like I haven't Googled like smoke physics to see how realistic it is where you can like throw a grenade so in the middle sick. and disperse it, but I don't care. It's fucking cool. Um and then some of the maps are getting like complete overhauls, which is so it's I think it's gonna really make it feel fresh. Um, but it's also just cool to see I've kind of steered away the reason I stopped playing Siege and Counter Strike. Um, uh, a lot of the PvP communities are just too toxic for me, which is a shame because I really, especially Siege. Shout out to Siege. Fucking love Jeff. that game. Worst, Dude, worst okay, community. Jeff, yeah, let's play, just, let's play Siege. Nightmare. Let's Fuck, play not, Siege. No force, no force on heaven let's or earth will ever get me to play Siege. that game again. If I'm you guys sorry. think I, Justin, if you think I get angry playing Modern Warfare 2, we should play Siege <laughs> together. I think we should all play Siege together. I think we should start like a, it's cross, but we should play Siege together. We should just play Siege. You together. know what? If you guys play, it might be fucking tolerable again. Jeff, oh, Jeff okay, well, I'm, I'm going to start yelling. Every Jeff, I'm with you on the Siege community. That is why I've stopped playing. I've talked about it a bunch, but the Counter-Strike community these days, they've got, 
they put the siege community to shame. That's what. I, that's kind of what I figured, which is why I haven't touched it in probably eight years. CJ's gonna uh, invent some slurs for white people. Please, let's go. I, was say, um, I know slurs for for Latinos already. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested to see how it shapes out. I think again, um, I'm sure they'll add some new maps, but I again, I think this. I mean, it's free to play. Like it's a free upgrade for existing owners. It's a good opportunity, fresh coat of paint for new people to get in. And um, fingers crossed, hopefully the community isn't as bad as we fear. Uh, but we've talked about it before on the show, I think, where not every new game needs to toss everything in the trash that came before and start from scratch. That's part of the reason why dev cycles are like seven years long. So I think I think it's cool that we're getting more games that aren't afraid to be like, Let's carry over everything, like same with Counter-Strike, all your unlocked items, all your cosmetics carry over. You don't have to start over. Um, it's like, let's build on what's already there and all the hard work and all the stuff that you've invested this time into, rather than just arbitrarily tossing it in the garbage to get you to drop another 80 bucks on the new one. That's then going to take us another three years just to get it back to the point where the yeah. original one was. Um, so I, I hope this is a trend in games and I, I dig it. I mean, I'm I interested think- to see how this is received. I think it makes a lot of sense, too, for, like, multiplayer games. Because, I mean, sure. if you look at ones that do do, you know, usual releases, it's always, like, a big deal when, hey, classic old map is coming back. Yeah. Um, Whereas, you know, Counter-Strike 2 is just going to have them all in at the beginning. Also, the Counter-Strike community would riot if some of those maps weren't in. But, like, um, at least they're, they're, they're going to be there day one. Um. And and I do th- I do think I do think it's interesting because like you know Bungie has been trying to do that with Destiny but it's been really difficult given their technology base um, to keep updating so it, it it is neat to see when it happens I think Counter Strike's also like a really good um, you know choice for that because it is just pure competitive PvP um, you're not dealing with loadouts or any anything like that and so mm-hmm. um, also also. Let's face it, Valve has the resources and the time to do whatever they want to do. Like, did they just drop this at, like, noon on Monday or something? Yeah, like around, it was, like, some weird time. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, it, just, it was, yeah, like, it's just, completely fucking random. There's just, like, here's three videos just popped up on Valve's YouTube channel announcing Counter-Strike yeah. 2. No, man, nobody knows what Valve is doing. Not even Valve. <laughs> no. Oh, but yeah, it's also, cool. it, yeah. It's, but it is. I I will say, watching the footage looked weird because it feels weird with Counter Strike looking, you know, remotely modern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little I bizarre. See, I didn't even see what it looks like. Hold up, let me see. Because it, it's I, running I, on Source too, uh, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, it looks like that, a video game that was made only like six years ago. It's crazy. Well, also, I, it is funny though that they're advertising like video, uh, like <laughs> graphics updates for it. When you know every single player is just going to turn everything to low because people that yeah. like 100 frames per second. Yeah, no, they, they they play at the most ridiculous frame rates. And mm-hmm. like, it's so funny. Every now and then I catch somebody that has it's like, oh, yeah, I've got my 4090 and like 12 900 K PC rig running CSGO with at on low at like 1080p or something like that. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the main videos was about the sub tick, uh, the sub tick, yeah, re- re- like update rate where, yeah, you don't have to rely on the tick rate to register your shot or anything like that. And it's like they need to fucking know their audience. 
People are insane. So this begs the question, do you think Valve is going to do anything else with any of their other games? Well, they're not making Counter-Strike 3, that's for goddamn sure. I, they might, so, they might in 30 the, years. No, it'll well, be Global Offensive 2. So there was, oh my god, yeah, Global Offensive Episode 2. I mean, Half-Life I mean, Alex ends with them saying we're making Half-Life 3. Well, like, and that's the still thing, don't believe like, them. Well, but, I don't either, well, but that's what they said. So the thing is... I mean, they said they were making it in 2007. There's a, Half-Life, there's a Half-Life 2 remaster on the NVIDIA leak. Whether you believe that or not, there's so, good reason to believe that that exists in some form. Or is yeah, that the that one that was? Is that the point, one that was? That was fan-made. on the Nvidia leak. Um, I think and was at a, this point, I have yeah. continued to update like my document for the Nvidia leak, and it's it's every single thing on there that has not come true. Yeah, like is like in a way that is provably wrong. There have been stories as to why that thing did not happen. Like it is the single most comprehensive and accurate leak I've ever seen. So. To me, to me, Half Life Alex, like you said, is a is a setup for Half Life Three. It's a statement that they're going to make it. It's probably going to take another ten years. No, oh, for sure. I, there is honestly no doubt in my mind my that Half Life Three it. will come. Um, <laughs> and people can make fun of me for that, and I'm happy to eat crow if I'm wrong. I don't know well, when. Don't make but... any fucking bets because, as we've yeah. learned from me, that's. A, a rapidly <laughs> risky proposition. Jeff at every game awards. Half Life Three is coming tonight. I can guarantee <laughs> world premiere, and it's yeah. just the logo. World, <laughs> yeah. world every, premiere. Every every every, every game you, awards. You know what? Like fuck. At least John got those pixel remasters on console. Apparently, they're supposed to be out soon, and we still don't have a fucking release date. But the, okay, so here my my opinion on that. The more he's he's asking for the date, the more they're gonna get pushed back. That's what's. They're gonna just happen. delaying it. They're just delaying it to spoil no. him specifically. They okay. they literally the way that Capcom has Jaw Muncher on their fucking wall, like a picture of him. They Square absolutely has a picture of John. Yeah, is like John is one of yeah. the internet's loudest Final Fantasy six motherfuckers. <laughs> like the, the, yeah, there like, is he's a, a reason watch list somewhere. He's there is a watch a, list somewhere. He is on a watch list. There is a reason why. We are as we are Square Enix sponsored, say, like, despite being fucking nobodies, and it's yeah. because John is the internet's loudest FF6 fan. Like, yeah. and that means it really does. So <laughs> they're, they're they're literally just keeping tabs on. <laughs> yeah, if if Capcom ever makes a new Dino Crisis, like there will oh be there will be like achievements that shout out John Muncher. You know what I yeah. mean? By the way, sorry, I all I. Just I know we're past what we've been playing. I did try a few rounds of the Exoprimal beta. It's better than well, I thought it'd you? be. Fucking Dude, I'm fun. all in. I'm all if in. I don't, believe, I don't believe you. Capcom doesn't miss. Capcom doesn't miss. Oh, well, the only Derek, thing... they've missed. They've missed a few times. I can list not like a billion ways. Not in recent years. No, 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 but that's not what you said, so. Okay, know, Capcom <laughs> post-revival doesn't miss. All right. Wait, no, hold up. Hold up! What was that Resident Evil uh, multiplayer game? What was it called? What was it called? Okay, well, they've well, never no, made. No, they've no, never no, made. No, no. Oh, I'm gonna give out. you. Nobody came played out. those. Nobody oh, played those. Therefore, oh, it doesn't. But, oh, I'm gonna give CJ oh. this. That, yeah, but but okay. that that has to do with the fact that online like multiplayer Resident Evil games are a cursed concept. You cannot make a multiplayer Resident Evil game. They'll never be good. Um, just make a service Disagree. like what was the updated PS2 mercenaries one? what was that the playstation be 2 one outbreak that one was actually outbreak wasn't even really online was it yeah it was. was i played it oh. with friends it was like a four-player co-op game yeah 
It was it was people decent. liked it. It was people decent. liked it. I'm gonna shut my whore mouth, I guess. Um, they gotta uh, there bring was... back Operation Raccoon City. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, there was another game I do want to shout out in our our little headline segment. Although we, you know, um, but uh, there's a new Lego game that got announced today, Lego 2K Drive. And I don't know if y'all I, saw the trailer for this. I watched cool. the trailer. Please fucking explain what this game is, because I have no I idea. Don't know. It's Lego Forza Horizon by the I, fucking NBA 2K team. So I'm not sure, everyone. but the game vibes the are incoming. so good. Oh my god. We got a Criterion Need for Speed CJ, I saw year. this game. I saw this trailer. Immediately and immediately thought I was of like, somebody fucking made this game specifically. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Guys. But it does, like, old. all we know is it's like a sort of open world concept. It's, Lego racing like, game yeah. with like McLarens and shit. So they got licensed cars. Yeah, it's, but you also can make your own vehicles. Exactly. But yeah, also like a God. fucking spaceship flying through it water. It seems or like there's like some pre-made stuff too. I don't know, but like I love it. Anyway, <laughs> Let's <I'll>... fucking go. <laughs> um, we just gotta put like a steering wheel at CJ's desk for when he's <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> But it's made by the, the NBA 2K team, Visual Concepts, which is wild to me. Which is, I don't, I think this is the first time they made a non-sports the game. The microtransactions in, in this game are going to be fucking off the charts. Oh uh, shit! Okay, guys, guys, hold up, hold Son up. Son of up. a whore. Oh uh, no! How did he get in this call? Oh, how did Brit? you added him, Brit? You Brit. traitor! Brit. I'm sorry, <laughs> traitor. Brit. Where did he put you on don't blast? Brit you, you, Brit, you are an, an enabler. I'm because oh, no, we're gonna have to talk about fucking Final Fantasy now. It was so nice. Ugh. Oh no, John, this Hi, better bud. be good because Hi, I'm getting John. fucking dragged for adding you in. See there, he's not talking. Yeah, good. He knows his place. <laughs> All right, we'll keep rolling. Anyway, so like hey, the drive. Yeah. Oh fuck. Hey, I just want to John. <laughs> what the fuck? So for those who can't fucking see, this just happened. <laughs> oh. Uh. Derek, I can't believe you did that. I, I can't. I'm about to do what's called a pro gamer move. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> eliminated. Holy shit, bro. Play of the game. <laughs> oh, John, I love you. I'm sorry. I'll add you back in. I no. had to do it. Oh. You don't Y'all have to admit that's the funniest fucking thing I've done in months. John, go off, John. You have you have the you have the floor. I wanted to say something real quick because I'm in the middle of packing. I, I was gonna say this in chat, but Brit, it's a lot funnier if I just tell you. I I, I quote tweeted your your picture of your diet pepper slut or whatever the fuck that shit was. And I was gonna say, I said join, I said see her live, like whatever with the link, but it autocorrected it to see her log, and I almost fucking tweeted. <laughs> I actually should have left you out of this call. What do you mean you kick him? Let's backtrack. What do you mean you quote tweeted a picture of Dr. Pepper's slut? No, Brit. No, I quote tweeted a picture of Brit 
Wait, are yeah. you just calling her a Dr. Pepper slut now? Well, I called myself that. On International Women's Month, John? He literally what? called herself you that. Call on Twitter. yourself an educator. Okay. Thank, thank you for the context. Okay, I, I quote tweeted it. I quote tweeted it, and uh, I, I tried to say, see her live. Oh my God. And, but and it, came out, but it auto corrected it to see her log. This is really good podcast content. <laughs> I'm glad. A lot I'm of people so disappointed glad. when they come into this podcast. Anyway, I'm guys, so have a good night. I'm glad I drove uh, drunk for this, guys. I love I'm you. I'm glad he did it before I could remove him. Um, if you're a first a time, time listener, we're so fucking sorry. No, I'm no, so I'm sorry. Not. This is the best podcast in a while. I guys. did hover my about... mouse over remove from group and turn slowly <laughs> the camera and did like the Bugs Bunny, like, I'm going to do it, folks. Um, <laughs> ain't I a stinker? It's funny when you do that, I just see the Millhouse eyebrows, but. Oh, no! I'll never be sexy again. God damn it. Um, I never was. Girl Lego 2K Drive. No. Lego 2K Drive is fun. Um, Fascinating, right? Um, I guess what since Warner doesn't have the license, like they're not the only one. They they if they're just giving out to everyone then. Yeah. Um, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. It's cool to see. It just looks cool. cute. It looks charming. I'm just gonna I want to know like, more. Just make anything Lego, and it's cute. That's like, true. It's not all it's great. Red. It's a Lego six Modern out of ten Warfare ass too. game sometimes, but it's cute and it's fun. <laughs> Lego War Crimes. Lego. That's what I'm saying, man. Lego Heavy Rain. I'm, I'll play it. Get some Bionicle shoes, CJ. Oh, did, were you, yeah. did you get? Did you have the Bionicle shoes? No. 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 I, is CJ I, in the I, Bionicle I, I, demographic? Like, is he in that age? I, I am, but I, I never, know. I never, I never had one. No. Okay. So my shit, I, I like superhero action figures mostly. Okay. I didn't like Bionicles. I wasn't a Lego kid that much. My my little brother was. Now recently, I walk past the Lego section, like longing for the, uh, the longing the fucking, for the for the wishing the, that you had the nostalgia. No, 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 no. Wishing like, man, I could spend eighty dollars on like a replica of of a of a Nissan Skyline right now, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, were there any other cool announcements or trailers you guys would like to shout out before we move on uh, to topics proper? Night, night dive. Uh, that yeah, would be into the actual topic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, let's, let's move on that. to night dive. There's been some some fun stuff around night dive recently. Um. Before we go into them being purchased, let's talk about their new hire. Yeah, Justin, so that's actually you are really you are cool. like stoked to talk about this part. So I have the um, um let's 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 rewind a little bit yeah, because maybe context. not everyone's familiar with oh. who Night Dive is. Okay, yes. So Night Dive Studios specializes in doing accurate, high quality ports of retro titles to modern platforms. And never um, releasing them. System shock. Well, System Shock. The poor is, System Shock remake is yeah. yeah that's a whole different can three of, can of beans. Fantasy critic years in a row. <laughs> three years. You're not salty at all. Sorry. They really, carry on. Released a bunch of stuff in the meantime, though. But yeah, yeah so like they've done really great uh, ports of like Quake, uh, Doom sixty four, fucking Turok, Turok, uh, Shadow Man, uh, a lot, a lot of really cool stuff. Um. And they, uh, and like, I really, really love, oh yeah, Power Slave. Um, they've done some really, really great stuff. And like, I really like their work because they managed to, you know, make things, mo you know, feel more modern, give some modern options. 
um, while really not losing the retro look or like compromising like the original artistic um, intent of the games. Like they feel more so than typical remasters or remakes in gaming. Like these feel like, oh, here's like the 4K Criterion Collection release of, yeah, of a game yeah. kind of thing. Like um, grain and all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love their work. Uh, it, it's really high quality. It's really cool. Um, and they have actually picked up a new hire who also needs a bit of an introduction because um, part of a two-man um, team that worked on doing a massive, massive uh, texture mod uh, for Resident Evil 4. Uh, God, thing's been in the works for so it took, many years. It took eight years, and they completely redid every single texture in ridiculous detail. They even went to the point of they located where in Spain a specific like wall had been had been used as a reference point for a texture. Got they like the specific door. They physically yeah. went to Spain and, and took a picture of the door to be able to cre- recreate the texture in the game. Um, Wait, that's the length. Before? Yeah. Like the original version. It's just, it's just a like, massive. It, it, this is a fan mod for the original Resident Evil 4. Oh, okay. I was like wild. Well, Man, no, these, is, these modders went to people. Spain to take a picture of a door and Square couldn't even fucking give us a door in seven remakes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They didn't Fuck. go to Spain. The door Square doesn't know what fucking doors look yeah, like. Man. Um, but yeah, like really incredible fan effort. And again, um well, and one of them announced this week they are now working at Night Dive Studios, which is I think one of the most perfect fits that there could be first off it's always awesome to see people that come out of like a fan focused modding community that were just doing something because they love the game like actually getting a job in the industry mm-hmm. but um put joining night dive is the most perfect fit because the night dive's whole thing is you know not really changing the artistic direction of the original game they're really trying to make things accurate to how the original the original game looked and just update it for a modern audience, which is exactly what this team did with the Resident Evil 4 um, HD project, which if you are playing the original Resident Evil 4 um, and you're playing it on PC, I highly recommend checking out the mod. It's awesome. They did really great work. Um, And yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do at Night Dive. Yeah. And you know, I mean like what a great fit for night dive right like somebody who has that specific high profile experience in remastering a beloved title being brought into maybe other than like blue point the premier remake remaster team out there mm-hmm. at this point well, um, and they and, didn't just remaster any game they remastered fucking resident evil 4 like right po- right possibly one of the most high profile like HD upgrade remasters as it comes to fans ever done. Yeah, it does. Dorian brings it up in the chat, but like, it reminds me of when game companies would straight up hire like notable mm-hmm. modders directly. And like, that's where so much talent comes from. Well, it's kind of top everybody, but Nintendo, we were talking about in the discord earlier. <laughs> it's was, like, didn't Valve hire the counter-strike guys when they made counter-strike. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Portal. Portal started out as a as a, an external like mod thing, and they bought them in and and made it official. Like, yeah, you know that used to be a thing that happened much more. Like uh, Dota, 
was yeah. originally yeah. a, you know, I mean, that's just the way that it used it to work. It was a Warcraft work. free mod, right? Yeah. Now the companies don't even pay their contractors, really. Exactly, right. yeah. Boom. But, I mean, Jeff, Damn, Jeff. Oh, he's Am I wrong? It. Damn, you're correct. But we're like doing nice, like reminiscing, like, hey, like, remember when things were good in the game industry? Well, not good, but better than they are now. And Jeff's like, yeah, well, they fucking aren't now. So let's get back to the topic at hand. Wake the fuck up, children. (laughs) Night Dice, I mean, Night Dice whole kind of, I don't know if you've seen any interviews with their developers or, you know, and stuff, but their whole thing kind of feels like that kind of, like they feel like they're kind of built. They're very the old school that, and they're very that, passionate like old school mm-hmm. mod scene. Um, but they're also really connected with like modern technology and how to update games. So it, it's, it, it's mm-hmm. really cool. They've got a really good, um, I think like really remastering games is such a specific, like we talked about blue point before, I think on the show too, but it's, it's such like a really cool specific skill set that's so different from creating games from scratch. But like, um, there's 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 so much techni- like technical, but also artistic skill in like like you said, Justin, like bringing things up, making them cleaner, making them look fresh, but at the same time, like not changing so much that it isn't recognizable from the modern one. Like, I have so much respect for these teams that put so much care and effort into like making this stuff more accessible, and you know giving it that fresh coat of paint but still like it still looks like the game that i remember um yeah and then, and then you go back and you look at what the original yeah. one looked like and you're like that's Jesus the thing right Christ. like a good remaster <laughs> it looks like you remember the game looking like <laughs> not like how it actually looked. um and also another nice thing about night dive is a lot of their ports are real cheap they did an amazing amazing port of quake to every single platform and it's ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Fucking night dive's incredible. Um, which made the next piece of news very interesting to me, uh, oh. because the news came out that Atari has entered. Uh, fucking Atari has entered an agreement to purchase Night Dive. Um, I gotta be real with y'all. It What's was Atari news made? to me that Atari still existed. Um, yeah, Atari kind of exists in this state of every few years there's a big headline about Atari going out of business in some fashion so that people that re- only remember video games from the 80s are like, oh no, Atari's going out of business? While everybody in the game that follows games is like, Atari's still around? That's yeah. kind of the state that Atari has existed in so for a while. So let's, let's give, because I did a little research because I wanted to know, right, in order to talk about this acquisition and I think because most people probably don't know like, what the mm-hmm. fuck's going on with Atari? Because Atari as a company has not really released anything new in like close to a decade now um they exist primarily as an ip like holdings company at this point and like some other stuff we'll get into it um so atari as we remember it the atari that originally made you know all of these these classic games made the atari consoles did go out of business it's done um infogrames which some of you may remember from like the early 2000s Infogrames bought Atari like in the bankruptcy and renamed themselves into the new Atari. It's a THQ Nordic type of situation. Okay. Right. Um, so Infogrames became the new Atari. It's, it's a French company as opposed to um, 
uh, was the, what was the original Atari? Was that American or was it? Um, they're American. Japanese? They're... Or it's it, it's like to the Telltale situation. Like they bought like basically the name. This California. The original Atari was an American company. So yeah. Um, but the thing is, for a very long time, Atari has not really developed anything new. It's existed to throw out like cheap, dirty re-releases of stuff like asteroids and centipede and stuff like that and um, occasionally they'll do like a few like big compilations like last yeah. year they um who was it uh, digital eclipse did the atari 50th anniversary collection yeah which they is do... supposed to be a very good collection Incre- no no guys I, I i played it it's like exceptional yeah. even though like most of those games have aged like milk but like as a package it's exceptional like we kind of we, we kind of do take um atari early activision like for granted right it's like because so much has come out yeah um it's just incredible like that lineup and their ultimate undoing is like it's just fascinating to look at just yeah. fascinating fascinating they um they, they you know they also constantly re-release these like relatively cheap like atari like mini plug-and-play consoles um but i mean it's been a very slim company for a while they attempted a turnaround in 2015 and they were like, okay, well, we're going to start seriously re-releasing games, and we got a couple new games coming. Um, and uh, it was a new Alone in the Dark game that was really bad that I don't even fucking remember. It, um, it was it was real bad. And then a new Roller Coaster Tycoon that was really bad that nobody liked. Um, Which is unfortunate because Roller t- Coaster Tycoon is amazing. Yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon rules. Uh, play, what's the fucking Roller Coaster Tycoon that's out that I really like. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, don't you fucking do this to me right now, Steam. It's fuck you. Play, play Thrillville. It's backwards compatible on Xbox. <laughs> it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic or something, but there's a, there's a great... Uh, but anyway, like, it just it just sucks. Like, they had not made anything. They were not making any fucking money. It was... it was They were selling off. Like, they sold Alone in the Dark off the THQ Nordic. The, the company has basically survived by cutting off a pound of flesh every couple of years to sell off, to keep itself going. Um, but they're not doing anything now. Apparently because, uh, I think his name's Steven kick the, the head of night dive, um, was like, this is a very different Atari than the Atari you're cynical and skeptical about. Like we are excited for this opportunity to be a part of Atari and granted like some of that's going to be PR speak, but there might be something to this because recently is in the last couple of years, Atari did get a new CEO in 2021. Uh, and they did relatively quickly. Like, you know how everybody jumped in on the blockchain bullshit. They relatively quickly put a, t- a complete end to that and said, no, fuck it. We're not doing this. Um, which I am shocked because like the shell of Atari seems like, yeah, it seems exactly like the company exactly that would like the kind of thing that would do that. Yeah. So right now, Atari is, there's nothing. It's just a name of a company. There's not a lot behind them. It, I don't know that they own any meaningful development studios that are doing I, I did see a note that it seems like there are, they're planning, planning on publishing about 12 games. Um, over the course of the next year, every um, every studio I'm looking at uh, has been divested from them so far. So it, yeah, yeah, I don't think they have any studios of their own. I think they are currently working in publishing. So right Night Dive now. becomes their first 
an internal like developer in a very right long now. time. Yeah. And um that that could it would be very interesting if if Night Dive of all companies, of, of all developers, ended up being the beginning of Atari as a publisher really coming back into the space. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I don't know enough about you know Atari or the current heads to really have an opinion on this yet. Um obviously my gut reaction was a little bit negative, just given um hey, totally reasonable how, how much I, I I've loved Night Dive's work. Um, and how much I respect that studio. But, like, the more I thought about it, like, linking up with a studio that holds a lot of IPs for older games, especially when, like, untangling licenses and stuff, they've talked about it's been one of the hardest things to get some of these um, these ports out that Night Dive has done. And, you know, this could be a really good relationship for Night Dive to be able to have stuff to, to work with. Um, and, you know, having having another corporation that, you know, could be like, could help them navigate, you know, legal stuff or licensing for other projects could help them out a lot. So I want to be positive. I don't think like the more I thought about it, the less, um, the less of a weird announcement. It seemed to be like, I could kind of see where they're coming from, but I just got to see how it plays out. I hope it goes well. Uh, I just, I just have to point this out because I feel like some people on this podcast will appreciate this. I didn't know this. Uh, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee was published. Yeah, it was. By That's Infogrames. Also, Infogrames under the Atari brand. For they yep. also published some shitty like Dragon Ball Z games and some good ones too. Uh, yeah. the, I think they did. They published Budokai Tenkaichi. That was them. Fuck! Didn't they just announce a new one? Yeah. That's yeah, but I think that's, that's going to be Bamco, fuck? though. That's Bamco. So. Yeah, but I know. But, but Infogrames had very close ties to Bandai Namco for a while. Yeah. So, you know, what else is interesting is if I remember correctly, um, the I think Atari still owns the majority of the like interplay shiny entertainment yeah. games. So stuff like MDK, Earthworm Jim. Uh, might still mm. also belong to Atari. It's hard to tell because a lot of this stuff that has been bought and sold to Infogrames or Atari before Infogrames bought Atari, like they've sold so much off that it's hard to track. Again, Alone in the Dark is is famously an Atari franchise, and yeah. yet they had to sell that off to to THQ. So, you know, Yo, it, I- it's there's there's somebody whose full-time job is just unraveling what they still own and don't. <laughs> but, you know, it would help if they actually fucking re-released some games. Yeah. Asteroids I mean, 2, baby. Yo, you just mentioned MDK. MDK and MDK2 getting Night Dive remasters would fucking rule. I would... Okay, see, here's the thing. I now want almost nothing but that specifically. Um, I can hear the MDK2 theme in my head that fucking... Hard yeah. ass techno theme song. Oh, god damn! Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. We're gonna have to see Clay Fighter remaster from Night Dive. Sick <laughs> was a sixty three and a third. Oh hell yeah! Let's do that. Fuck it, bro. That's gonna come back to we'll, we'll play that on Evo or something. Yeah. <laughs> main main stage <laughs> main stage at Evo. Main stage at Evo, bro. <laughs> I Hang think Clay on. Fighter is bad enough for us to play it at our next charity stream. We it's should. Very possible. Bro, let's do that. Oh, guys. Oh, guys. I'm like what? 90% sure that they own Boogerman. 
no. <laughs> that was Interplay back in the day. And you know nobody bought Boogerman. You know that they didn't sell Boogerman off to keep the company alive. Boogerman reboot. Let's fucking go. <laughs> 3D third person action like RPG where you play as Boogerman. <laughs> oh my god. Grounded Boogerman reboot. <laughs> oh my god. John Bajuice said Primal Rage. And Primal Rage was a fucking Atari game. Primal, oh my God, dude. Primal, Rage Primal Rage was rip. Dude, yes. We need a like Ray Trace piss in like a new Primal Rage game. <laughs> oh my God. Volumetric oh. fart clouds. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> oh my God. That's it. That's Counter-Strike 2 walked so that fucking Primal Rage 3 could <laughs> run with its, with its monkey fart physics. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. Yo, can we download Primal Rage to play at the charity stream too? We're gonna 100% play Primal Rage. There's no <laughs> yeah, way. Fucking... I'm gonna get a bunch of shitty fighting games. That's gonna be the theme for the next that one. Should be, that should be the theme. We, what was that Japanese only Smash? There's that Japanese Smash clone where you can play Dream like World Bomberman. TV Fighter? Yeah, someone yeah. plays Optimus Prime, Dream Bomberman. Make something like that. <laughs> yeah, Solid Snake is in an Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. Who knows, man? Um... <laughs> But yeah, so there's there's a lot of potential. It'd be neat to see Atari come back. Um, I don't think Night Dive was in a pretty good spot, right? Like they got consistent business and and made good money. I don't mm-hmm. think they would have made this agreement if they didn't think that there was something fruitful to come from it. So I guess we'll just have to see. I don't know if anyone else has thoughts or if we should move on to our last topic. I think this is an instance where, like, an acquisition is, like, I guess fine. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just a little more... It's not, it's not giant Microsoft. company. Potentially giving a studio that specializes in, like, you know, remaster, especially when we talk about game preservation, like, it's it fucking sucks that you can't play old games. Um, in theory, like, Night Dive now has potentially access to a much larger library and a much, much larger pool of games. Um, assuming they continue with with kind of what they're doing now, right? Which is taking old stuff and and re-releasing it and and kind of touching it up. Um, and I think a lot of sounds like Atari's got like a lot of random shit under there. So it'd be cool to see what else they can work on. Oh shit! Giant Citizen Kabuto. Holy fuck! That yeah. is a good game. Oh man, I haven't yeah. thought about that game that in was, a long time. That was Interplay, so yeah. that could potentially also still be uh, at Atari. So. Fuck, nobody yeah. is going to understand this, but I don't know if anyone ever read Quarter... Was it Quarter to Three? Um, it was just an old website that had, like, I think, like, comedy articles, but fuck, there was a Citizen Kabuto one that was just hilarious, and I... Uh, yeah. Nobody will know what I'm talking about. The game yeah, should God never damn, have existed, so I believe that people could write some funny shit about that game. <laughs> Jeff, um, as terminally online as I was at that period of the internet i have never heard of what you are talking about (laughs) (laughs) lovely um i'm just looking through one last thing to see if there's anything else that like really pops into my head um damn yeah no i think we've named the 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 cult favorites we've already named the funny ones yeah we've named the ones that are gonna make fucking uh millennial boomers go that one so, aka me. Um, let's talk about let's I talk about our next. Hmm? Jeff's Jeff sealed this one here, and then I don't like that. I don't like podcasts when John's not on. I, I don't want to be Justin. Yeah, I, just, so, I just turned thirty four on Monday, so so I turned thirty 
I don't do remember not, how old I am. Britt, do you know how old you are? I thought so you the, were a year thing, older than the me. The thing about, there's a point where you're usually around your 30s where you stop knowing how old you are. You just know the year you were born and you're too nice. fucking lazy to do the math. I thought nice. you were a year older than me. And I'm 31 turning 32. Guys, ask me how old I am. I think I'm, I think I'm turning 34 this Fuck year. off, CJ. <laughs> Fuck off. How old are you, CJ? I thought I thought you were like a year older than me last time we talked about this. I was born in '89, so somebody do the math. I was also born in '89. Okay, so we're we're like same seas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are 34 this year. Yes. Will, yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll turn 34. Derek, when do I turn 34? I turn 32. You turn 34 on June 4th. It's the day before my birthday. Yep. So damn. Because we're I am 87, so I am. <laughs> You're 87. If your love for Marissa Tomei has taught me anything, is that age does not matter. It does sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to clarify then? Yeah, take another sip. Take CJ, a CJ sip. turning take down. C- CJ turning down a date with Angela Bassett. Age I'm does a, matter. I'm a. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a live forever. I'm a be young forever. Let's fucking go. Hey man, use moisturizer and you will. I'm a little. <laughs> Moisturizer is a fucking lifesaver. No yeah. joke. Yeah. Why do I still look this baby faced? It's moisturizer, baby. When I am, once my mental health gets better, it's fucking over for you, bitches. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Once I once I cure depression. <laughs> yeah. Once I get a job and I feel fucking like I'm worth <laughs> something again, it's fucking over for you, fucks. Britt, you yeah. are defined by your worth to me as a friend, not your worth as a cog in the capitalist machine. But like, what if it's like a, like a small startup company though? It really depends on what the startup does. Do they like, is it, is it, yeah, I was going to say, is it like design missile guidance systems for Raytheon? It's a startup for like puppy shredding machines or something. <laughs> so for context, this is like I'm on my final interview with this job place and they are. Um, I don't apply to places that I don't like vibe with. Right. Um, personally uh but they basically help like smaller pharmacies who aren't like cvs walgreens walmart all that shit um it's like a program they're a program that basically helps that like smaller pharmacies find the best priced um medications that they can get or like you know if it's cheaper to buy in bulk and that type of thing so yeah that's that's like a decent thing yeah. Yeah, it's decent. Given the horrible healthcare system we have in the US, mm-hmm. that helps to yeah. mitigate fucking damages. So sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'd I'm be hoping proud of you no matter what. So I was supposed to have an inter- interview today and they moved it to tomorrow. Um and I'm hoping that the interview tomorrow is just going to be like a vibe check and like okay, we're going to hire you. Like that's if that's they're what calling I'm your for. references, that's probably the case, but Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. they're pretty they're pretty deep in the weeds when they're calling your as, as 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping my unemployment will officially end. Um, I see. I had planned to either get drunk to celebrate or get drunk because I didn't get the job tonight. But you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get get drunk anyway and hope for the best tomorrow. I actually have another Wait. interview at another company, and then I interview with them the other day. Let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, uh, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, about it's important no. news. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, um, possibly the most important news we've discussed. Oh, yeah. Today. I mean, psh, 
fucking Fuck games you, industry goes on without us. But you're one of the does. But I mean, life goes on without us, That's right? Deep and also depressing. Sorry, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> What's our last topic, Derek? Our last topic. <laughs> um. So, Epic Games. Excuse me. Revealed the Unreal Editor for Fortnite. Um, and for those of you who are not familiar with the history of the Unreal Editor, um, I mean, obviously, like, there is the Unreal Engine, which is a major, major development tool that indies and massive studios alike use to develop their games. The Unreal Editor was usually attached to games like Unreal Tournament. Um, you know, they're, they're Epic Games' big you know, multiplayer online games that allowed people to quickly make like mod games for, you know, unreal. Um, the point of these tools with Fortnite is to allow people basically to use this editor within Fortnite to make micro games, um, to make their own games using Fortnite's engine using, um, really complex, like animation, and and world creation tool sets like it's a really cool presentation. If you have like had Gary's time to mod, see it. but for Fortnite or like that's what? a really you know not a bad way to put it. Okay, yeah. I watched some cl- someone made like a a pretty realistic looking like Call of Duty captured like the zone game yeah. in Fortnite. Wild, just absolutely wild what people are doing with it. Yeah, it's it's crazy what people are doing already, and it's only been available for like what a day, a couple days, mm-hmm. yeah couple days something like that it's it's wild um the thing to understand that i think makes this such a big deal is it kind of continues the trend of i mean we were talking earlier like remember the days when when people hired modders um a that was made a lot easier when studios and big games had major like modders and editors built into their games um you know, a lot of folks got big making custom Warcraft and Starcraft maps, right? Um, Counter Strike, a Warcraft mod. Dota was a Warcraft mod. Uh, Counter Strike started as a Half Life mod, right? Before it became its own thing and before it got bought up. Um, games like Arma started as a Counter Strike mod, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's right. And without Arma, we wouldn't have like DayZ. And without games like Arma, we wouldn't have Battle Royales. We wouldn't have PUBG. We wouldn't have Fortnite uh, yeah, if not for stuff like this. If we didn't the, have PUBG, we wouldn't have Fortnite. Yeah. If we didn't have Fortnite, we, we wouldn't, wouldn't be Fortnite, you know, playing Royale. together. Right. Um, we wouldn't have Creed and Ariana Grande. And can I, can I just say, I watched your guys' fucking video on demand of your Fortnite match. What the fuck? How are you guys so good? I don't know. I I think because we had a couple of new people, we were getting bot matches. I mean, we definitely okay. we definitely uh, got okay. some bots. But... Justin, uh, speak for yourself. I've won a few solo matches uh, <laughs> you know, out, of, out of sheer uh, will. So, but we got to do it some up. more sometimes. So we gotta play again, bro. Let's fucking play. But like to understand <laughs> how flexible a lot of these can be. So like a great example of of. I think it's going to be easy for people to think this is just like a Fortnite map editor. And it's really not when people get good with these kind of tool sets, it's really incredible. The kind of content they can make the original Witcher. The first game was made in the Neverwinter nights editor. (laughs) 
if you've played Neverwinter Nights, it could not be a more different game. But somebody brute forced that fucking editor, a, a bunch of Polish people in a garage. <laughs> that explains a lot about how poorly The Witcher 1 plays, but it's impressive yes. that they even got it to exist. Did you ever play The Witcher 1 before the Enhanced Edition? I've never no. played Witcher 1, but I played okay. Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't know. I think the original, after they did the like major overhaul with the enhanced edition, it was a decent, yeah. older PC like RPG. But the original release was rough. The original <laughs> release is real rough. But but it's it's really cool. I, I urge everyone to look up the Unreal Editor for Fortnite presentation that they did that shows off a lot of the like a lot of the cool animation tools, a lot of the cool like motion capture data wasn't there like a tool that let you do like motion capture from your fucking phone yep for like the the model it, animation there's some is, really yep. cool shit that will basically enable like zero budget like basement devs to create and release some interesting stuff the thing that's really interesting about this to me is like it seems like there is kind of like a general movement towards some more more of this like uh custom created content stuff you know, we've had dreams. Uh, Roblox has been a success. You know, huge, huge mm -hmm. success. Um, you know, recently I saw somebody made basically, essentially Call of Duty in Roblox, and it actually looks solid. And people are like, "What the hell? This is Roblox?" Um, I have and to look at this while you're looking that up or while you're talking. Uh, I think it's called Frontlines. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, like there's some really, really cool stuff. But I think the thing oh that kind God. of is even more interesting about this one is it's how is this fucking roblox <laughs> yeah exactly um but um i think the thing that's pretty interesting about this is a lot of those are either made for like you know being a part of you know like a specific uh like platform playground or um you know tools like halo's forge which is built for oh making experience, yeah. Yeah. Like experiences in halo to the point I that if a halo game launches without forge it's not done like yeah. um but i think this is really interesting because especially because unreal is such a ubiquitous engine i think this is really going to open the doors for a lot of people to full-on learn like real game development and then be able to transfer that over to working on like unreal engine that's actually and a that, really good point that that working on unreal engine for fortnite will teach you how to use unreal engine in general like yeah it's because it's not it's like you know, people have talked about, oh, yeah, you'd be able to, you know, make a game and release it through dreams and stuff, um, which hasn't happened yet. But like there's a difference between like dreams and unreal. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. yeah like, dreams is like this weird proprietary, like, yeah, it's still a game. It's still it's still like very gamey. Unreal is like is, is an actual engine. Unreal, like Justin said, like Unreal is like real game development skills. It's a mm -hmm. real engine. And like. You know, the, the developers that work on Fortnite use the same engine that you're using to do like, you know, obviously they have a, probably some different resources at their disposal. But um, no, I, I think it's really cool. Like, like, you, like, it's kind of the theme it feels like the theme of this week's show. Like, it's cool that we're coming full circle. I feel like this kind of like fan driven content went away for a little bit, especially in like the 2010s. Um, and uh, I but, and I think it's also especially cool given like how much like content has been monetized for games and stuff now, especially for like long running games. Mm -hmm. Like this is stuff that people can make and release for free. Well, um, it, like it, it, I think it's just smart because, um, you know, we have a generation of gamers uh, now who grew up on like Minecraft, right? So they grew mm -hmm. up building shit. 
Um, so I think it's just smart and, and fucking um, Legos. Right. Mm-hmm. Like video people game play Legos. With Legos. Um so I think it's like, just smart and you know, my my stepson, he fucking loves to play build mode in Fortnite and I think he's going to fucking adore uh this new mode in um you know that that epic release because he's just he's so creative that way and i think it's a lot of you know teens are super fucking creative and love that mode because they grew up with you know games that allowed them to express and be creative and build and so i think it's just like i think it was a really fucking smart move for them Mm -hmm. honestly like yeah, it's it's like Halo not releasing Forge with Halo, right? Because it's like we grew up with Halo 3. Even I, I think Halo 2 had Forge, didn't it? No, I think it started with 3. Oh, it started with 3? No, it started with 3. Yeah, so I mean, like, we as Halo players grew up with Forge. So the fact that a Halo game is released without Forge is like, huh, that's weird, you know, because it's like... It's not just something you build in. It's another place where you can hang out with your friends and just fuck mm-hmm. off and do shit. Um, so uh, the fact that people have this cr- like creative outlets, I think, are always a positive. So it's like it, I think it's fucking cool that they did this shit. Um, I love Fortnite. You know, man, like I was like the anti Fortnite trade. We got to so play long. some more because I had a good time playing with y'all. Yeah. Like I love, I, I love Fortnite, too. Like, I gave it so much shit because, you know, it was the mainstream thing and, you know, teens play it and blah, like kids play it. But it's like, you know what? No, it's a fucking solid game. It's fun. You know, like they're they're good at what they do um, Mm -hmm. as far as like, you know, their gameplay, their skins. And yeah, the thing I like about Fortnite is just like I've. Again, like I played a lot of PUBG and I love PUBG. I'll defend PUBG till the day I die. That game is buggy as fuck. It's janky as hell, but it's like it's got this like specific feel to it that you can't recreate. But Fortnite is nice because I also tried playing Warzone and man, that game is just fucking like impossible to parse. I can't understand what's happening. I can't understand like Fortnite just feels very accessible. The art style is just really charming. Um, The game just like this is all talking now that they have the no build mode i don't fuck with the build mode um but like it's i don't just, either but that's just because it, i'm a millennial like, boomer you can so. jump in and immediately basically understand how to play it it looks good it runs good um and yeah it's like constantly it's rewarding nice, you it's constantly yeah. rewarding you too you like always feel like you're with something. the bots i don't care that they're fucking bots it makes you feel good and it kind of gradually introduces you to the game and and pits you against more and more players and ramps up the difficulty and yeah, it's like, hey, good job. It gives you like a little pat on the back, and I fucking love that. I'll give you a pat on the back, Jeff. Oh, thanks, buddy. Me too. You know what? I'll give you one oh, too. Hey, every everyone, everyone, when we all be there. We give Jeff one pat on the back. Yeah, oh, you, you, you get only you get only exactly basic crew. One only basic pat. crew with some nuggies. Hey. <laughs> That's only me. But yeah, you know, I love I love Fortnite. Um just because it's such a it's it's an easy like accessible game like um you know like overwatch right now i'm like do i want to pay for the monthly pass not really but uh, i'll do it anyway because you know i i like the stuff in there or oh i gotta buy shredder and modern warfare too now hold up yeah well like <laughs> but playing Fortnite makes me. Joke. Shredder is live in Modern Warfare 2 right now. I can't tell if you guys are joking or not. 
Uh, he, he's he's, he's based on the Shredder first live from action. Ninja Turtles. Based on yes. the first live Shredder, action no, movie. Shredder from fucking Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah, Shredder from fucking Ninja Turtles, Jeff. Come <laughs> he's on. in Modern Warfare. Yeah. Yes. Modern Warfare 2. Modern yeah. Warfare. Yep. Yes. What's the, what's so hard to believe? <laughs> Jeff, this Jeff, is just the world we live in, man. Jeff, uh, you know, Ready Player you know One changed everything for the worse. They had they had John McClane. They've had Rambo. Rambo they've Attack had on Titan, Godzilla, Attack on Titan, Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, uh, uh, Ghostface. They had Ghostface Ghost in there. Snoop Dogg. They did have Snoop Dogg. Uh, I don't even know. I don't have. I don't have anything to say. What I was gonna say is that, you know, Fortnite, like, I genuinely want to buy the Battle Pass because the game is just so fun. Um, mm. You know, even if I like, I'm like, okay, I want to hop in for a few matches. Like, I was over Fortnite by the end of the season. Um, and then Geralt drops, and I was like, okay, I need to play. And it was just so <laughs> addicting. It was so addicting. Like, I wasn't even excited to play, and then I, I specifically went to play to get Geralt, and it, like, sucked me back in. I was like, I love Fortnite. Like, Fortnite they is so good. They got those motherfuckers. They did, and they did, like, a graphics update, so everything looks really fucking pretty and cool. Um, I mean, the Unreal so Engine 5 update, I just checked it out just to check out the graphics, basically. But and like also they had added no build mode, and I kind of wanted to try that out. No and build mode's so good. I've been playing on and off. I'm not Bob playing. the Builder. Come on. Yeah, I I've been playing on and off since then, and yeah, it's just a fun, just a fun. I game. mean, I'm, I, I I'm still playing. It's bad. Like I'm still playing it every night. Well, like, and, and it's funny because, um, you know, I I play with uh, Jamba Juice in chat. Like he's my Fortnite bud, and um, we <laughs> we were playing, and he was like, "Yeah, I think you got like ten more le levels until you complete the battle pass," and I was like what no way i was like i don't fucking remember that shit like i don't remember playing that much and it's just like yep i was level 90 and i only had 10 more levels to get to the get to the battle pass like the end of it and it was just like the fact that i'm playing this game and i don't realize like how much fun i'm having and like leveling in it um I think it just is is a testament to how good the game is. You know, like you waste so much time in it because you don't realize how much fun you're having. Um, like I genuinely thought I was like level 30 in the battle pass, but no, also, I was. Fortnite's battle pass progression is so much faster than anything else I've played. Yep. Like it's, I, I wish all of them were that fast. Like I only played for a few nights, you know, for maybe a couple hours. And I think I ended the season at like level 70 something like and the only reason i ended up buying it was because i just played a couple nights and i'm like oh if i get the battle pass i'll get doom slayer so i i got doom right. slayer and it's like it's like a good deal because like you you buy the battle pass right but they give you v bucks as you progress through the battle pass so it basically kind of pays for itself well and also um, the stuff that you want to get isn't all at the end of it um it's not like you have to get to level 100 to get like the three things that you want to get yeah. Anyway, guys, play Fortnite. It's kind of slept on, but you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, of, it, it, little ooh. game. Not many people know about it. <laughs> like, like I said, it was one of those games that I was like, you know, I'm gonna shit on this. This is, you know, this is shitty. Fuck them. And then it was just like, you know what? No, I'm not gonna hate on it because it's a cool thing to do. Like Fortnite's fine. I like playing Fortnite. Fortnite's fun. <laughs> embrace, embrace liking popular thing. It's fine. Yep. We don't have to be contrarian <laughs> all the time. No, 
Fuck it. You know what? I love Fortnite. I'll simp for Fortnite. Yeah. I enjoyed my time playing with y'all. Yeah, it was I'm, fun. I'm cringe. It's fine. I'll admit it. I they just recently Great. added Leon and Claire. Uh, Leon Resident Evil Four. I gotta get Claire Leon. Resident Evil I gotta 2 get my remake. beautiful, beautiful Twink boy. So twonk. I mean, obviously, like I don't even have the battle pass, but did I sign on? I haven't even played the new season, but did I sign on to get those skins? Absolutely, did. My my cousin gifted me the John Cena. Like you can't see me, and it's the greatest thing in the world. We need yeah. to play, guys. We have to, we have to play Fortnite, guys. We have to play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, you know, it, and I feel like the theme of tonight's podcast is just, like, play things that make you happy. Like, yeah. regardless, if it, like if, if something's not making you happy or you're content with it, like, don't fucking play it anymore. You know, like, you don't have to play through a 50-hour game. If you, if you are 15 hours in and you're like, you know what? This is fun. I don't want to play anymore. Then quit. Yeah. Fine. Just do, just have fun. Just have fun with what you're fucking doing, everybody. Yeah. The yeah. the 10 people we have left in chat, just have fun. Hey, look, guys, drink whatever you want, drive wherever you want, play whatever game you want. I would eat a pizza. Why the fuck not? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. saying? Just do that in that order. <laughs> in that um, order. Everybody, Venmo Jeff some money for some chicky, chicken nuggets. He's had a rough few weeks. Deserve some nugs. He does yes, he, he will walk if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Venmo in Canada. Cash app, PayPal. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I forgot to send you PayPal for that. Please, one. <laughs> please FedEx me a $20 bill. It's like $100 Canadian. I'll be able to buy like 80 nugs. Can we fax it? Can we yeah. can we just yeah. like send it through the fax? I'm pretty sure you could fax money. I can't prove no, this, no, but I'm no pretty sure it sounds like something you could right? do. Yeah, it, it's Canada, Canadian money is real. Our money Canadian looks money like Monopoly real. anyway. Nobody will be able to find. I fucking <laughs> love Canadian money. It's so much better than American I'll, money. I'll send you some Loonies Monopoly and money. Toonies? Can't fucking beat that. Are you kidding me? Not that I really want to carry around change anymore, but uh, yeah, love that shit. Didn't Canadians get rid of the penny? We got rid of the penny and the toonie, but we still got the loony. You got rid of the toonie? Those aren't yeah, words, guys. Long time ago. Come on. Like, how we CJ, we uh, have pennies. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, somebody told me the toonie, if no one's seen a toonie, it's like it's like a silver though. outside and then the center of it is like a gold color. Oh, yeah. Somebody somebody told me that the center was worth a lot of money. So when I was a kid, I actually spent like three days trying to fucking pound the center out of a toonie and pry it out so I could like take it to the bank to get like a hundred dollars. Uh, it's not a thing, and also it doesn't work, and you will not fucking get so, that center out. Fun fact, Jeff, I'm not yeah. in Canada, so I don't know what the hell you're saying. Toonies <laughs> are one dollar bills and coins. Toonies are two dollar bills. Oh, you mean dollar, you mean dollar coins? Okay, we're good. <laughs> yes, that's essentially. And with that what it bit is. of cultural education, I think we're up I'm against making, our time. Guys, making up words. I'm glad I drove drunk for this. I love you guys. Yeah. Wait, Rars, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Before we get off, Rars says we still have the toonie, Jeff. What? Explain. <laughs> New, currency <laughs> New currency drop. Let's go. I, I, will have an, I will have an update for this next Thursday. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll research you're gonna, it. You're gonna mug. You're gonna mug someone. <laughs> Where's the fucking toonies? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff goes to the bank. Give me all the toonies. Put <laughs> the toonies in the bag. We don't. We don't take Wikipedia as a source. It's the two dollar bill we retired. That's my bad. Okay. Lame.
Yeah, I think I think that. America did too. I don't think we have two dollar bills anymore. We have not had two dollar bills in a maybe ever. Well, no, I, we've had some because I've, yeah. I've held a two dollar bill. It's been a very long time. I so I knew somebody in high school that like when they got like their paychecks, they would go to the bank and ask to get it all in two dollar bills. What an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to him. They basically gave him what was essentially like a checkbook of $2 bills. I, uh, there's, um, a, a theme park nearby Kentucky kingdom. Uh, it used to be, it's, it's one of only two amusement parks that six flags ever like said, fuck this. We're out and ditched it. <laughs> um, it's, it's not a bad amusement park, but anyway, the lockers in the water park used to dispense, uh, gold dollar coins as change. So I remember one time taking like $50 out there and getting $50 back and changing fucking gold dollar coins because I was like, these are going to be valuable. You start no. throwing them off like were they, the were they? Were no, they? They're, they're worth a dollar. They're worth a dollar. <laughs> they're a yeah. dollar coin. Speaking of theme parts, Derek, yeah? should we talk about you noping the fuck out? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Have we not told the story of... I don't, I don't think we did on the podcast. All right, this is the last thing before we go. Okay. Um, because this is good. Who all was in the car with me? It was me, you, and Finn. It was just me, you, and Finn. Um, yeah, it's Shredder. That's sure Shredder. Real. That's, what that's the Shredder. fuck, man? So we were, what the I'd, fuck? I'd picked Britt and Finn up from the airport, and we were driving back to John's place, and there is a, a, a like a theme park... It's like King's Dominion or some shit like that. It sounded like a place where I was going to get proselytized at. Um, but it was on the way, excuse me, on the way from the Richmond airport to John's. And it also was the closest place for it. Like we looked up like Starbucks and it was the I closest. I wanted coffee. Finn wanted a cup for sake. Yeah. And I really wanted to get John a pumpkin spice latte because he hadn't had one. Um, yeah it was october yeah so we were looking and it was the closest one to his house and it was along our route so i said okay we'll get off at this exit we'll stop at this starbucks and and you know 15 minutes we'll be there uh before everything gets cold if we do this right so i pull off and i'm like huh this really seems pretty exclusively like if i go straight ahead i'm going directly into the amusement park you know up to the gates where you've got to like pay to park and that's not what i'm trying to do and my gps is like go down this side road turn right here i go okay immediately i recognize that something might not be right because the road was narrow this was like a one and a half car width road this was not two full lanes and we're driving like right alongside like a concrete divider to keep us from like getting up the bank towards the highway again. And I was like, this is weird, but maybe it's going to take me to some like shopping center on the other side of the park, like near the other set of entrances. Right. Cause I'm thinking like here, Kentucky kingdom is in the expo center and there's like three sets of gates to get in there. So I'm like, maybe it's the shopping center. Anyway, we're going, we're going. It's getting what weird. We what did we, what well, did first we, we passed, um, like an like an abandoned econo lodge or something yeah, like yeah, that. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was like an it abandoned motel yeah. <laughs> that like the plants. This was some last of the shit. Plants were overgrowing it. 
I know there were needles on the ground. Like we, there was definitely like, a the ghost. La- the Last of Us, like blowjob lodge or something like that. Yeah, because because there's a what? ghost in there. Definitely a blowjob ghost in that hotel. Um, yeah. But we kept going, and then there was like a a no outlet sign under like a a very small overpass for like a two lane road that we went under that, and I'm like, man, no outlets getting kind of sketchy for us to be. But I'm gonna keep going. And I kept going and we somehow ended up at security gates for the amusement park. There were not gates like in theory, if I turned left and floored it and ran over a couple of human beings, I could have just drove into the park. Uh, But there were definitely like security dudes just guarding this open road into the backside of the park. Um, And I saw all of this and I was just nope, fucking whip the wheel around, (laughs) whip that motherfucking car. 180 degrees and drove Literally, right the fuck that's off. What he did. That's what he said. He like he saw the security guards and he just nope and just fucking wheeled us around. I immediately, immediately understood it was trying to take me to a Starbucks inside the park by bypassing the pay gates. Um, but yeah, no, I've seen fucking horror movies before. I'm not doing that shit. No, it was no, so fucking no. and I were dying. When you see some mystery fucking fences and some security stand, you don't. You don't go that way. You just turn around and you book it before they notice you. Which is funny because the park was closed because it was the fall. Like fall right. going into winter and it's one of those parks that's only open during the summer. So it was just like the whole place was fucking dead empty and the only thing there was those few security guards just out and butt fuck nowhere guarding make sure nobody was coming in and Derek just immediately was like no we're going we're nah, passing the blowjob lodge I've again I've done seen I've done seen <laughs> some movies where some security Look, guards get way too worked up about their job and I wasn't about to be kept captive no, no. look what you're going to do is you're going to discover that like it's all insurance fraud you would have taken off some dude's mask some Frankenstein's mask and it would have been some old dude just keeping the park alive all you need was a talking dog and you're good yeah did you watch awesome. too much John Wick before he came on the no, podcast? That's Scooby Doo. That's Scooby Doo, Britt. I've never drunk? seen John Wick, so I'm only assuming. I, I'm just gonna talk John about Wick John is Wick. actually about uh, John and 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 his dog and three of his friends yeah, solve, driving around mysteries. in a van solving mysteries, <laughs> right? Which are almost always insurance fraud of some kind. I have to be fair, I didn't get the Scooby Doo reference. I was. <laughs> I know you didn't. We are we are way over time. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Um, just a reminder, we're here almost every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I don't think we have any big reviews currently in the pipeline. I think we're just waiting to see what our next get can be. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, folks. That's what got. Uh, next week we will definitely have some impressions from Pax since John and Finn. Before, uh, oh, and discussion. yeah, we're going to talk some fucking resonate. There's no way we're going to not. So even, um, even if Capcom didn't want to give us a code, we're still going to talk about it. Yeah, that's OK. You know what? We don't get codes for most games. That's that's the life. That's OK. We just, I wanna be, listen, we're I want to be I want to be petty. Let me be petty. Oh, I don't do that. Who Kindness costs nothing. Good night, Who folks. Who the fuck are you to tell me what I can and Take cannot do? Yeah, we're gone. <laughs>